knowing God personally. Faith is taking the first step even though you don't see the whole staircase. Martin Luther King, Jr. If you want to take the ultimate step up and experience life the way God designed it, then you need a relationship with Him. If you want to live as the man God created you to be, then you need to know the God who created you. Our problem is that because of pride, we have rejected God's authority in our lives and have chosen to go our own way. Our sin separates us from Him. Though we may try to earn God's approval and deal with our sin by working hard to become better people, we must understand that the problem of sin runs much deeper than bad habits and will take more than our best behavior to overcome. God's Word clearly tells us that we cannot close the gap between ourselves and God on our own. Isaiah 53.6 says, All we like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. Proverbs 14.12 says, There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way to death. In Romans 6.23, Paul said, The wages of sin is death. God is holy, and we're sinful. No matter how hard we try, we can't come up with some plan, such as living a good life or trying to do what the Bible says, and hope that we can be good enough to earn a relationship with God. The bottom line, our sin separates us from God. We need a Savior. Thankfully, God has provided the way to solve our dilemma. He became a man in the person of Jesus Christ. Jesus lived a holy life in perfect obedience to God and willingly died on a cross to pay the penalty for our sin. Then he proved that he is more powerful than sin or death by rising from the dead. John 14, 6 says, Jesus said to Thomas, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Romans 5.8 declares, God demonstrates his own love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Romans 5.8 The wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans 6.23 and one last passage, and 1 Corinthians 15, verses 3 through 6, remind us, For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that He was buried, and He was raised on the third day according to the Scriptures, and that He appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. After that, He appeared to more than 500 brethren at one time. The life death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ have provided the way to establish a relationship between you and God. When the Bible talks about receiving Christ, it means that we acknowledge we can't save ourselves from the penalty or the power of sin. Receiving Christ means that we repent 
or we turn away from our sin and trust Christ to forgive us our sins and to make us the kind of people he wants us to be. It's not enough to just intellectually acknowledge that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. As an act of the will, we must place our faith and trust in Christ and surrender our lives to Him and His plan for us. Ephesians 2, verse 8 and 9, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not as a result of works, so that no one may boast. When we accept the incredible gift God offers us, we become His children. John 1, 12 promises, But as many as received Him, that's Jesus Christ, to them He gave the right to become children of God, even to those who believe in His name. Now, let me ask you a few questions. Are things right between you and God? Is He the center of your life? Is His plan for your life the priority of your life? Or is life spinning out of control as you seek to go your own way? If you've been going your own way, you can decide today to ask Him to forgive all your sins and begin the process of changing you. You can turn to Christ, surrender your life to Him fully, and begin the great adventure of allowing Jesus Christ and the Scriptures to begin to transform your life. All you need to do is to talk to Him in faith and to tell Him what is stirring in your mind and heart. Prayer may be kind of new to you, but understand that Almighty God knows your heart, and He's not so concerned with your words as He is with the attitude of your heart. Here's a suggested prayer to guide you. Lord Jesus, I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I receive you as my Savior and Lord. Thank you for forgiving my sins and giving me eternal life. Make me the kind of person you want me to be. Amen. Now, if that prayer expresses what you're sensing right now toward God, I'm going to pray that prayer again and why don't you pray it out loud as best you can as you follow me as I go back through that prayer. Just pray it sincerely before God in faith. Lord Jesus, I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I receive you as my Savior and my Lord. Thank you for forgiving all my sins and for giving me eternal life. Begin to make me the kind of person you want me to be. In Christ's name I pray, amen. If you still have questions about knowing God personally, I'd like to encourage you to visit the website familylifetoday.com and look for the link, Two Ways to Live. That's Two Ways to Live. And if you prayed that prayer sincerely before God, let me promise you on the authority of Scripture that He has heard your prayer and He has come to dwell within you. He lives in you. You are forgiven. 
and He can be the Lord and guardian and guide of your life for the rest of your life if you'll continue to surrender to Him and yield to Him on a daily basis. It's a great adventure. Congratulations. You'll never regret it.